Today on CityCast Boise, recently our very own audio producer Evelyn Avitia received one of Boise's most coveted invitations. She got to attend a Latino card brunch. Podcast hosts JJ Saldana and Antonia Hernandez are here to teach us the ins and outs of the Boise brunch scene, and they let me know what happens at brunch stays at brunch. It's Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Hi, Antonio. Hi, JJ. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So we've all seen the famous brunch selfies on JJ's Twitter. So, of course, we needed to have you on because you're the resident brunch experts to talk about the best brunch spots. So, JJ, what goes into planning a successful brunch? Uh, It's it's not as easy as you would think because you have to, like, make sure that everybody's calendar is available. And so we don't want to do it too early in the morning because then they won't show up and you don't want to do too late because then it kind of ruins your day. And so we try to do it about 10 o'clock in the morning. And then finding a location that's going to be big enough for everybody that shows up because we get a pretty big crowd that shows up. So, Antonio, what makes a restaurant a good brunch spot? Like, what are your requirements for that? I think that's a really great question because there's a lot of different ideas of what brunch is and isn't. And for me, like growing up, we never had like what we called brunch. For me, brunch happened once I started living outside of Idaho and experiencing like, oh, in big cities, they have like a whole brunch culture. So it's, it's, it's food and it's drink, right? When it comes to the foods, you have to have like your staple breakfast things, I guess what I would call like the unhealthier version of it. And then to balance it all out, there should be like some healthier options. Not that you're always going to, not that you're like always going to pick those, right? Just the same as like having like, you know, coffee and water and then also having like mimosas and maybe a Bloody Mary. Personally, not my favorite Bloody Marys, but, you know, to each his own. And and that's the thing, right? Like when you do brunch, you want to have people there and make sure that everybody is able to like pick something that they're going to really enjoy. There's some folks who just have like sweet tooths. So like you have to have pancakes, you have to have maybe crepes, things like that. That makes sense because I feel like you're at, at a brunch, you're going to get like a pecan, sugared pecan stuffed waffle, but with a side of fruit, you know, so that you can feel like you're being very reasonable. That's a good point. I feel like I have to admit, I'm not really much of a brunch person a lot of times, but <laughs> I, I'm, I, but after, honestly, I looked through a whole bunch of the pictures uh, of you doing brunch and I was like, okay, this actually looks amazing. And before I would have said brunch maybe is a little overrated because it takes so long. You know, a lot of times like it's like an hour to get in and an hour to get your food. And it can be like a lot of like waiting and sitting. But after seeing your pictures, I was like, it seems to be about like the group you're with. Do you think that's true? Very much so. People don't want to miss out on brunch because, you know, it's just where we catch up with everybody because all of us, you know, are have very busy work lives. And I think brunch is a great time to just kind of relax. And we do have a saying, what happens at brunch stays at brunch as well. So <laughs> we... Um, Good to know. <laughs> it's just a way to unwind and, you know, talk about what you've been going through and catching up and again, having cocktails. Oh, I like it. Emma, also, I have to ask why... Is it? Do you have strong feelings against brunch, like like pre trying it? 
Okay, I think it's this. So my husband loves brunch. So I will go to brunch. I will definitely tolerate it. But um, I think it's because because I tour a lot, I have to eat in restaurants a lot. And so I think for me, a lot of times going out to a restaurant doesn't feel like a treat. It can kind of feel like I like I would rather eat at home. <laughs> and so for me, I think that's part of it. Is it like the magic of eating out in restaurants has been kind of ruined for me just because like when you have to do that every single meal, it can be like, I don't I don't want to have to eat the same Kind of the same thing. Some of our brunches are at home too. Some sometimes oh. like people will host them in their house, so it's it's not always at a restaurant. Oh, I okay. Well, that see, <laughs> that's different. I do love a brunch at someone's house. is a whole a totally different thing. And actually, I've kind of started to like warm up to it a little more. Especially like you know, we didn't eat out for such a big chunk of COVID that like it it started to feel kind of special and fun again. So I'm I'm coming around. I'm coming around. <laughs> well, you know, before the pandemic. Uh, we had a friend that would host brunch for it during tree fort. Oh, cute. And that was always fun too. Oh, I love that. That's very cute. I feel like that's like a thing. Like many people do brunch for it like independently. They're, they're oh, yeah. These, these micro brunch forts all across Boise, <laughs> just like naturally forming. Yeah, I was always working during Tree Fort because um, I w- helped run Comedy Fort for so many years. And so I just was so busy the whole time. I never got to do that. But maybe now I'm in my like brunch fort, wake up late, you know, go have some pancakes with friends, enjoy the thing. I'm going to suggest it. Have City Cast Boise host a brunch fort during Tree Fort. Oh, okay. That's beautiful. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, you're in charge of that. Um. <laughs> Honestly, you, you like this is the thing, right? Like, I do think you need to be treating yourself just like as a fundamental thing for like 2023, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, it's a it's an old saying, but I think it rings true, especially now where um, like we can almost work from anywhere and we can, you know, have work at our fingertips constantly. It's just a good idea to treat yourself. And that's what brunch is about for you. Yeah. Like it's it's about slowing down, enjoying company, enjoying good food, um, and and like treating yourself, like getting a little fancy, you know, a, a little bit. And then there's always laughter at our brunches. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's just everybody's just getting along, and but there's always jokes and stuff, and so everybody's just having a good time. And uh, Evelyn was telling me maybe part of the reason I was doing it was wrong is um, you have to dress up. Do you dress up? She was saying it's a little bit fancy. Everybody has to dress up a little. Is that one of your a little rules? Bit, but we're always underdressed when it comes to Evelyn because she's like the fashion <laughs> icon amongst this group. She is. She really is. <laughs> Same with us. It's how you set the culture, right? I think like slowly that started happening over time. We just like we had people who started to show up like, you know, with with a dapper style. And so that's just been how the culture has been forming for brunch. There is a lot of dapper people at our brunches, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, I'll remember that if I'm ever invited, (laughs) that there's definitely a dress code. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get into some categories here. I'm really interested for your takes on this. What about best like brunch aesthetic? Where's the like the prettiest place to do brunch? You know, I did like Western proper when we were there. It was kind of cool. We had the whole room to ourselves. So when we were there, because it was a big party. So that was really good. Um, Yeah. So I I think that's where I like. I like Red Feathers, sort of cozy. You know, it's a little dark in there. It kind of still feels like like after hours-y. I don't know. I I like their their brunch aesthetic a lot, too. I personally really miss um, the aesthetic of Hyde House. Am I saying it right? It's just like for some, I mean, especially in the summertime, the North End is beautiful. You know, the historic 
Boise district and the building and then also just like the way they had it all together. Yeah, I think that that, that was a highlight for me. Who has the best brunch drinks? Um, I think Fork has some really, really great drinks because they have the mimosas, but then they also have the different martinis that are amazing. What about like menu wise? What's your favorite brunch menu? It really depends on where you go because like I, I like Red Feather's menu really a lot and they change their menu often. So it's not the same menu for very for too long. And so I like that, that they, it's not the same thing. Um, another one that I used to love that they don't have anymore is Cafe de Paris. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember them. Mm-hmm. They had amazing brunch and their mimosas. Well, they were huge. And um, I think they were refillable. So that was really cool. But I like um, Red Feather, I think, the best. And again, Fork has really good menu. I don't know if I have a, a best yet. I think the best is yet to come with okay. Boise Brunch. <laughs> You know, yeah. like we're early. The scene for for Boise brunch, like at least from what what I understand, is like fairly new. And so I think it's like folks are starting to see and think about how like they can have like good brunch menus. But one of the things that we were talking about one time, JJ, was um, how like a lot of Mexican food or Latin American food is not in brunch menus or just like Mexican restaurants just don't have like a brunch section in their menu. But like chilaquiles, I have to say, I think it's just like one of the best like brunch type foods that I like have. You're right. I think the most that we see that's even Mexican-ish are breakfast burritos. Yeah. Yeah. Even any anywhere in the Treasure Valley that has a good Mexican brunch, like maybe Amano. Does Amano have anything? They do have a brunch and I don't it's going to sound bad, but what I remember most about their brunch is their boozy drinks. They have some really <laughs> great boozy drinks there. <laughs> well, um, you know, my favorite brunch menu, which is gone, was the Modern. Their brunch was my oh. favorite. And this is my official call for the Modern to bring back brunch because I loved going there. Um, they had a lot of really great stuff on their menu. I wish they would come back. But Anto- Antonio, you brought up something interesting. Like, you know, Boise's kind of in its baby phase of of brunch. But like... Is there something very specifically Boise about our brunch, you know, at least in the way we do it right now? I think so. Like, uh, there are certain things that I think that are missing from, like, if somebody were to come, like, from outside of Boise to one of our Boise brunches, they would, I think, see, like, there's a sort of, like, a general type of brunch and nothing, like, really specific or specialized. You brought up Amano, and I think, like, we should definitely shout out to them because you're right. They do have a brunch menu. They do have chilaquiles on there. I just don't. I guess I, I I haven't gone to it. Now I feel really bad, but I want to check it out. Maybe that's like the next one we do, JJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sort of a specialization. Like I feel like Boise's really good at breakfast. May like we, our brunch menu is still a breakfast menu, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like it's not like you said. Like in LA or Denver, you will get something like each spot has like their own take on something that's very different um, and and like very interesting. So. But what what is it? What's your go? Now I need to know, like, what's your go to order? What do you both get? I always have eggs at mine. I don't know why I always have eggs. It's just, I think, a breakfast thing. But I always try to do some kind of, I try to do some kind, I guess, a fancy drink, like a martini of some kind, like a pear martini or a lemon drop martini or something that, you know, isn't your typical. But one place that we haven't mentioned yet, too, is the Brunchette on Overland. They actually do mimosa trees. 
And that's pretty awesome. You can order the same kind of mimosa or they can bring you a tree and it just has all these different flavors. I don't know if you remember that, Antonio, when we were there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I barely remember the mimosa <laughs> tree. <laughs> but like, that's something, right? Like That's something that, that, that we talk about and, and, and we can look forward to that, going to the place with like the mimosa tree. And I think that's like you know what, what we're missing in general in, in the Boise brunch scene. So yeah, go to order. Anything spicy on the menu, I'm like immediately eyeing that. Uh, Goldie's does a spicy Benny, so mm. does Bardenay. And so that's usually what I get. And then also like I want potatoes usually fried, um, crispy. And so like, yeah, that's my go-to with like those two spots. And if, if you have something spicy on your menu for brunch, I'm like definitely interested. I didn't even think of Goldie's, which, of course, has been like the go to brunch spot here. And it's funny because people will talk about, oh, it's gotten so busy. They don't go there anymore. And it's like it's just a very funny, like small city thing to say because you're like, oh, the the wait's like 45 minutes. And you're like, (laughs) all right, come on. (laughs) But Goldie's is a favorite of mine, too. The frittata. So, so nice. So tasty. And I love that spicy Benny is super tasty. So um, I'm I'm actually curious to know what was it like for you to explain the concept of brunch? Uh, to like your family members who are from a very different generation, you know, Antonio, like you said, you sort of brought this concept back with you. What what do your older generations think about brunch? I think like food is just like the great equalizer, right? Like going out to eat is generally like what I say, like, oh, we're going to go out to eat. And it's like, have you eaten yet? It's not necessarily like that I'm explaining the concept of brunch because I don't even know if there's a word other than like bronche. Which is just like <laughs> us like making up words, which was like, like I'm happy to do that, but like to be understood, right? Like we know, like at least like in, in, in bilingual households that like being understood isn't a given. And so oftentimes it's like, oh, can we like simplify this message or what we're trying to say? Like, oh, we're just going to go out to eat at this hour right now. I don't really remember us never having a brunch. I just kind of feel like my family's always kind of did like Sunday brunches. So I think it was just kind of always there for us. Um, Of course, we didn't have the booze that we have now. And I think that's what makes it so much more fun now um, as adults than going to all these places. And downtown Boise, it's a great place to just kind of hang out. Um, Our brunches, though, and Antonio can tell, sometimes they'll, they start out at 10 a.m., but they go until like 9, 10 p.m. sometimes. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. So it's not just, uh, you know, a couple hours. There was one time we ended up, we finished brunch, and then we ended up going to a tailgate because we got invited on Twitter to go tailgating <laughs> with somebody. And so it just became, we got home at midnight. So brunch <laughs> just became an all-day event. Oh, that's great. Uh, so it, does that mean, does is brunch your favorite meal? Because since it can be an all-day event, it can be anywhere, it can be truly any kind of food, you know, is it is it your favorite? It's my favorite because it's so much fun. There's always laughter and it's just everybody catching up with everybody. Yeah, I, I, like I, I agree. Like it's so much fun. It's like one of my favorite things to do is eat great food with great people. Like what's better than that? <laughs> Nothing. All right. You've you've converted me fully. We're going to have Evelyn bring you with her next time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. A plus one. I would I would appreciate that. Just so much. send us photos <laughs> of what you're going to wear beforehand. Yes. And we can Got it. it. Yep. I'll make sure that I'm <laughs> I'm up to date. Just what's what's your number one brunch rule so I don't break it? I, I want to make sure I do the right thing here. You have fun and get along with everyone. Well, okay. that's actually not the number one rule. That's oh. the number two rule. The first rule. <laughs> Remember, we actually said it earlier. What happens at brunch stays at brunch. That's right. Okay. Yes. 
so my lips are sealed and I'll get along with everybody yes. and I'll, I'll dress really nice. Um, well, thank you both so much. This was super fun and I can't wait to see you at brunch. We're so excited. We're fans of the show, so we were excited to be invited. Thank you so much. It was an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure. Uh, thank you to Evelyn and Emma and my co-host, JJ. And here's some news to know today. The Idaho Statesman is reporting that the roof above the geothermal pools at Givens Hot Springs collapsed this weekend, sending multiple guests to the hospital. Those injured range from ages 9 to 70, and at this time, the cause of the roof collapse remains unknown. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell your friends at brunch? Leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.